welcome to Exercising Your Faith podcast. We are a community of believers who meet here twice a week for a message from our host, Mr. Lois Terrell. I am your co-host, Anita Armstrong, and together we are stretching God's word all across the globe. Be sure to check us out on our Facebook page, which is Exercising Your Faith podcast, and it has the same picture as is displayed here on the platform for the podcast and on our facebook page we have inspiration updates conversation and much much more and so as we move forward into the next month into another quarter of the year i am remembering the names of god the names of jehovah i'll put it like that And so one of the names of God is Jehovah Shammah, S-H-A-M-M-A. And I'm sure it's probably spelled different ways or whatnot, but that's how I have it, is Jehovah Shammah. And that's what I ran across. And I had not really heard much of that term before. I've heard of other names, but there there are tons and tons of names of what Jesus or God is referred to. And so the meaning of Jehovah Shammah is the Lord is there. And so when we when we think about like sometimes you'll say I just feel so alone. When as I as I mature in who I am as a woman, as a person, as a spiritual being, as a natural person, I understand that you know as I get older that I'm I may be alone physically in the room but God is with me all the time, no matter what. And has always been, when I think back and look back and you may do the same, like he's always been there in your darkest moments when you were thinking about suicide or when you attempted suicide or when you um, maybe create, uh, committed a crime, you hurt somebody, you used somebody, you abused someone's trust, somebody abused your trust. He was always there. We may not have a physical person in the room. We may not have somebody in the car with us, but even then he is always there. And you know how I feel about that word, but. So in the delivery room, you know, I just went down the list of just times when, or when people could say, I I feel alone or when people told me like in the delivery room, on the job, at the market, in the classroom, in your mind, your heart, and your soul. He is outside of us. He's inside of us. He's in the back seat. Like I said, he could be in the car, on the plane, you know, in the club. There were times when I was knowing I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and I survived. And it's because God was there in the jail cell, in the courts, at the movies. I could go on and on and on and you can do the same. Think about it when you were doing wrong or when you were in a place where you just felt totally disconnected from everybody yet he was still there Jehovah Shammah there is no place that we can go he isn't there he's everywhere regardless of how secular or religious the setting may be Jehovah Shammah is always there I want you to say it with me Jehovah Shammah the Lord is there always always with us and we as we move forward we have a message today that deals with it's called uh, it's called blood blood transformation 
and it's deep it's really deep and it's just a portion the message um is going to get picked up again the next time that we come along together to meet again for a new word with Miss Dolores Terrell, which is our host. So let's go ahead and let's say it together again. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. We have a message waiting for us, so let's join in right now. Hello, family. I'm back. And as I've shared with you all before, I said I would be repeating some things. And I'm in this realm of talking about things that we are probably allowed to linger and hinder us in moving forward in our lives and things that our kids and some things our parents probably don't even know about that may should have been discussed when these things happen. But a lot of times we think the aftermath of being disciplined or being accused or not heard in the way we need to be heard because a lot of times we think that we will be blamed or what someone else may have done that harmed us because we don't have that level of security that we need to be confident to tell our stories. Like I said, I'm in the same vein and it's for some reason someone needs to hear this because God is just putting it in me like pouring water out of a bucket. It's just pouring out of me. And it's going to relieve some people from some things. And it may cause you to mend some places where you've been broken. Or go and discuss this from another level. To give you that release. And let go of what's been blocking you. And what has you behind a closed door because you don't let let that secret or that information or you're trying to protect someone else but we need to protect ourselves instead of protecting others who probably don't even appreciate us trying to look out for them because we were harmed by them so now it's time for us to unleash those things that are building up inside of us because we don't want these things to continue to go on from generation to generation to generation and I got a little off course just for a moment but the topic today is blood transfusion I didn't get off course I was supposed to say that but topic is blood transfusion do you need a blood transfusion now this is tying back into what I was just talking about a blood transfusion is when the process of transferring the blood of a person into the veins of another in this instant I want to focus on things that are in our DNA that we need to address and transfer out of our heart 
a lot of things we experienced growing up, some good and some bad. In certain situations, we have to think about the parents, cousins, other relatives, friends, teachers, bosses, or people caring for us, and what they may have been exposed to in the environment where they were reared. Some things happen away from our safe place. Just because I was done wrong or you were done wrong, I don't want to take it upon myself to make someone else encounter the same hurt, pain, or experience that I had. That's why you have to be careful who babysits, friends that visit, or places where we are exposed to in our childhood or adulthood. The devil wants to destroy us. It is important to reassure our children and others that it's okay to tell the truth and don't let people threaten you to keep secrets of things they may have done to you that are inappropriate. It's important to always discuss things that may or may not happen. We need to develop these conversations and trust at an early age to protect the ones we love. We hope that we don't have to deal with this, but be prepared if we have to. We don't want to get to this situation, then we have to figure out how to deal with it. Let's prepare ourselves before we need it in case we do. Hopefully we won't. But let's be prepared just in case we do. This is where it stops. We've had situations where we need to have the hard conversations and educate our kids about sex, rape, abuse, or relationships as they grow up. Children and adults are molested and abused throughout life. Not only our children, but we can be in relationships where we tolerate things because we think we can't do any better or we have to take it. We have more power in us than we can imagine. Just change the way you think and the way you look at things. Get a different view. Don't allow anyone to abuse you. Seek a safe way to escape. Don't accelerate the situation, but leave it. You can spend your entire youth with your immediate family and let something trivial cause you to hate the one you grew up with. What's really going on? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. What's really going on? Are you going to allow hatred and lies to cause divisiveness? Great question. It ends there, and we're going to pick back up the next time that we're here. And those are great questions that ended just like that. And we 
the world that we live in right now, it is such a cruel, cruel world. It, it just is. And that's just speaking the facts, just talking about the truth, those hard conversations that she brought up. We often hear that there is nothing new going on under the sun. Everything that's happening now as far as activity-wise, conversation, um, you know, relationships, not relationships, you know, being being um, like cheating and uh, adultery and all that stuff, like soap opera type life, that also happened in the Bible. All that stuff already happened. And when you read the Bible, all that Ms. Terrell mentioned as far as the lies, hatred, divisiveness is all in the Bible. His answers and solutions are in the pages. So when you read in the Bible, the situations that are happening, then there are consequences that happen then there are events that thread along to the next event to the next all of that is in the bible and you will see how god dealt with people dealt with situations dealt with nations dealt with countries and cities generations you see how god deals with those things and the solutions the answers are in the pages i really can't express enough the book called silent questions you know, how it addresses so many of these issues, the secrets, the darkness, it addresses so many issues that people are having, dealing with now, and the answers or some relief is given through scriptures. The, the, the situations are addressed and then scripture is used to address to move forward with what has been revealed. And so when we think about how we were bought back from the darkness, when you, when you think about Jesus being on the cross, you know, we just came out of a season resurrection and, and what, you know, the last question that I was asking recently is, so what happened after resurrection? What happened afterwards? We talk so much, we build up to so much about the resurrection. And there are people who only go to church on Sunday. They only hear this story about the resurrection like for the last 25 years because they only go to church on Christmas and Easter, okay? So they hear the story, but what's next? And so I always say that, you know, when he died on the cross, his blood, that, that it's like a blood transfusion bought us back from the darkness. Like there was a price that had to be paid in order for us to be able to come out of that darkness. And the blood never lies. I was talking with my daughter yesterday and I was talking about how the blood never lies. She wasn't feeling well, this and this and that. I said, go to the doctor. They're going to probably, you know, draw your blood and we'll be able to tell you more that way. And so then today we're talking about the blood transfusion. Yesterday I'm talking about her going to the doctor. And when you think about when you're at the doctor's visit, they talk about blood work. Let's get your blood work, see where your levels are. You know, like I can come in there and say whatever. And they'll say, okay, let's get your blood work. Let's see what's going on. The blood never lies. That blood transfusion not only saved our lives, it saved our souls. Do you hear me? That blood transfusion that, that, that Jesus gave, willingly gave, 
his blood on that day literally saved our souls. Amen. Wow. Good word. Very good word. All right. So I want to leave you with this, that you can get your copy of Silent Questions today by emailing us at exercisingyf at gmail.com. You can just give us an email and we will, you know, we'll figure out how you want to make that transaction. Cash App is an option and uh, PayPal is an option. Venmo is an option. So that's why I say just email us and we will get you the resources that you need in order to get the book and we will make sure that that will be on its way. And again, like I said, if you're wanting to do this for a ministry group, if you're wanting to donate towards it, if you're wanting to to give it as a gift, or if you want it for yourself, please understand that we we can accommodate all of that. And we love to hear your feedback, your review on what you felt about the book. I can make sure that I, I we share it here on the podcast and also that we share it with the ministry for you ministries so that, you know, I believe that there possibly in the future may be more conversation, more book, a more another book about it, uh, more questions, I'm saying. So again, we have so much opportunity. We have so much opportunity to do more. That blood transfusion is vital is vital and it's all you know the blood transfusion that that jesus willingly gave was already done it's already done and so so many of us are are sitting and living with secrets like Ms. terrell said whether we are helping somebody else keep secrets or whether we're keeping secrets and it all comes about with a lie i always say that the devil lied to you and told you not to open your mouth so that he can stay in control and gain territory that was supposed to be yours. So open your mouth, get the help you need, help somebody else, and at the same time, get in that word and allow God to minister and change your life. The blood does not lie. Until next time, shalom.